air passenger traffic worldwide continues its strong recovery and in Ethiopia, the inflation rate hits a two-year low. From over 1,000 cities and 126 countries, KI Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by Anim Bank PLC, Anim Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. What are the trends and innovations in the fintech space and how are they changing the space of banking and financial services? In this episode, players in the banking space seek to answer this question and also speak about the regulatory environment, opportunities within the entire spectrum of digital finances, as well as risks both present and emerging, including cybersecurity concerns. Uganda Bank Association Chairperson Sarah Raptor talks about how fintech is reshaping the banking industry. The technology enabled innovations in banking and financial services known as the fintechs is one such example accelerating rapidly in reshaping the future of financial services and in effect blurring the boundaries of financial firms like banks and the financial sector. We stand on the brink of a technology revolution that has fundamentally altered the way we live, work, and relate to one another. In its scale, scope, and complexity, the digital transformation is unlike anything humankind has experienced before, and it remains distinct because of its velocity, scope, and impact. The possibilities of billions of people connected by mobile devices with unprecedented processing power, storage capacity, and access to knowledge are unlimited, and these possibilities will continue sprouting and morphing by emerging technology breakthroughs. The banking sector is arguably been one of the most impacted by the proliferation of disruptive technology. Disruptive technologies have significantly changed the way the banking ecosystem operates and delivers products and services to clients by crushing barriers to entry and creating new markets to access to finance. The market has equally evolved with a growing young population under 30 years with preference for digital solutions. This collectively has positively impacted economic growth through expansion to expansion of access to financial services, which is financial inclusion, and reaching the underserved consumers, the unbanked and previously hard to reach areas of the country. Digital transformation is, however, not without risks and has come with some challenges in balancing these innovations with safety, safeguarding competition, financial stability, integrity, consumer protection, as well as data, uh, data privacy. Deputy Governor Bank of Uganda, Michael Atingi Ego, talks about the influence fintech has on central banking. Today, banking hours are a relic of the past. Fintech companies provide banking services more innovatively, efficiently, and often at lower fees. And to avoid obsolescence, traditional banks have embraced digitalization and are promoting branchless banking. I dare say that this trend will continue as technology evolves to offer more innovative ways of providing banking and financial services more conveniently, affordably, and hopefully universally inclusive. Technology-enabled innovation is transforming financial services by producing new business models 
applications, processes, or products that enrich the people access to safe and secure storage of money, easier and quicker payments, loans, effective financial management, and other financial products and services, including investment and insurance. FinTech is improving financial inclusion. Mobile money has enabled millions of people who previously had no access to formal financial services to send and receive money, make payments, and also save. FinTechs has transformed uh, the payment system, making them more efficient and accessible, such as through digital wallets and mobile payments. Also, through data analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning, this is facilitating rich insights into consumer behavior, risk metrics, and financial and economic trends. These fintechs trends shaping the evolution of the banking and financial services within our operating environment is also influencing central banking. Indeed, the Bank of Uganda has prioritized several related initiatives in its project plan for 2022 to 2027. We are developing the capacity to leverage big data anal analytics to improve financial and economic modeling and forecasting for monetary policy and market operations, as well as adopting technologies for real-time banking regulation and supervision. We are also working with the UBA on a strategy to promote e-payments for a cash-light economy. However, as more financial transactions move to digital platform and online, our reliance on IT infrastructure grows, and so do the related IT and cybersecurity vulnerabilities. This was mentioned by Sarah earlier on. So cybersecurity, IT security, therefore become increasingly important because the new convenience comes with increasing risks as cyber criminals exploit the vulnerabilities in the digital systems to breach defenses and gain unauthorized access to valuable data, which is now considered the new oil. Cyber attacks targeting banks pose risks to individual institutions by disrupting critical financial operations, compromising transaction processing, access to customer accounts, or performing essential functions. This can, of course, diminish public confidence in the banking system, especially if the disruptions um, affect multiple banks or persist for a long time. The potential impact of cyber risks on the financial system invites a sector-wide approach to cybersecurity because a chain is only as strong as it is weakest link. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange or Share Index aged lower to 76,820 on Monday as investors monitored risks to the global economic outlook ahead of the release of minutes of the Fed's latest policy meeting later in the week. In particular, deteriorating economic conditions in China and mounting geopolitical tensions keep market sentiment subdued. On the corporate front, Sasol shares were down almost 4%, the most in the index, after the company informed shareholders that it expects its basic earnings per share to decrease by between 74 to 84%. 
for its 2023 financial year. Meanwhile, banking group APSA incurred losses over 2% following its report on a 60% surge in credit impairments in the six months leading to end June, although it showed meager growth in interim profit and increased its dividends. And a quick trip around Africa, Mastercard is making waves in African fintech by acquiring a minority stake in MTN Group's limited financial technology subsidiary valued at a whopping $5.2 billion. This move has sparked a remarkable 10% increase in MTN shares, underscoring the significance of the collaboration. MTN Group, the continent's telecom giant, unveiled this game-changing partnership in two strategic phases. The first phase involves a collaborative pact on payments and remittance. This leverages MasterCard's advanced technology to drive expansion across Africa's diverse landscape. The second phase sees MasterCard injecting capital as a minority stakeholder within the fintech venture. The exact size of the stake remains a tantalizing secret until the deal is finalized. This strategic move comes as Africa's tech-savvy population increasingly embraces mobile tech to bridge service gaps, especially in finance. This has turned the fintech arena into a flourishing playground for wireless carriers. The announcement propelled MTN shares to soar by a remarkable 9.4%, reaching 141.42 rand. This surge reflects the company's historical performance and highlights the challenges startups face in securing funding. Air passenger traffic worldwide continued its strong recovery in June. This is according to the International Air Transportation Association. In year-on-year terms, total air passenger traffic in June was up 31%, reaching 94.2% of the levels achieved before the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. For the first half of the year, passenger traffic was 47.2% higher year-on-year. Internationally, passenger traffic in June rose 33.7% year-on-year, with strong growth reported in all markets, reaching 88.2% of pre-COVID levels. For the first semester of this year, International traffic was 58.6% greater in comparison to the same period last year. Domestic passenger figures in June were 27.2% higher year-on-year and were actually 5.1% above the numbers for June 2019, that is, before COVID-19. For the first half of this year, domestic passenger traffic was up 58.6% year-on-year. Regarding IATA's regions, this is still the lowest year-on-year growth rate in June. North America still recorded double-digit growth of 12.9%. Next came Europe with 13%, then Latin America at 18.7%, and the Middle East at 28.2%. Africa recorded the second highest growth rate of 31.8%, but top place went to Asia-Pacific with 90.1%. The annual inflation rate in Ethiopia is slightly for a fourth consecutive month to 28.8% in June of 2023, the lowest since July 2021, down from 29.3% in the prior month. The headline inflation had held above 30% for two years due to the cumulative economic impact of the civil war in northern Tigray region, drought and the Ukraine conflict and the lingering effects of COVID-19. Prices slowed down for both food and non-food products on a monthly basis. Consumer prices rose by 2.6% in July after increasing by 3.3% the month before. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial and you can find me at Bifidong. <laughs>